Welcome to the Sweetly Southern Podcast, designed to provide advice and encouragement for couples at all seasons of life. Each week, we'll bring you content intended to help strengthen your foundation for marriage, provide advice for wedding planning, or connect you with a local wedding vendor. I'm your host, Ashley Foy, and I hope to share with you behind-the-scenes tips and insider knowledge from planning your wedding day to growing with your spouse. Engaged to married, there's something for everyone. Hey, Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so glad you were able to make it. Hey, Ashley. I'm so glad to be here. We met at a chef's tasting at the manor, one of those wonderful times of enjoying some really good food. And I want to say it was right when they first started introducing the pairings with the margaritas or the alcoholic beverages. Yeah, that was a good day. I also remember their tequila shooters with the shrimp and their like yam noodles in the bento boxes. Wasn't something on fire? It was like a smoking thing. I feel like we just like opened a box and something was like... I think it was the margarita. I don't know. There was a lot of stuff on fire that day, especially the food. And it was delicious. So good. (laughs) I have enjoyed our friendship. We met that one day and we just like hit it off from the very beginning. Not only are you a great person to talk to and I can bounce ideas off of, but your photography has elevated my brand and I love it. Thank you so much. Oh yeah. Well, thank you for your friendship. And I love uh, the random text message conversations that we have. (laughs) And it's nice to know another mom is on the other end of the line going through the same stuff that I am with running a business and having busy kids. Mm -hmm. It's uh, a big comfort. And thanks for your camaraderie. Always happy to help. It's right back at you. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me about the... Stephanie Cameron couple, like what are they, what are they like? What are, what are they listening? How can they identify themselves and what do you offer them? Oh, that's such a great question. So the Stephanie Cameron couple, man, they're big on family. They want their weddings to be about the people that are attending their weddings and less about them. They want to make a space for everyone to enjoy themselves and it's also the groom's day too. And it's not just all eyes on the bride, it's all eyes on the groom and them coming together as a collective unit and ready to kick rear end at life together. That's one of the things I love when I see your photos, I instantly know it's yours. I can just feel like the emotion coming off of the photo and I just love them. Every time I see them, I just breathtaking. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. (laughs) I love it. Can you share with me everything with everything that goes into planning with everything that goes into planning? you know, photographing a wedding, stressful and everything going, what keeps you going wedding after wedding? That's such a great question because we photograph so many a year. I cap out at 20 and 2020, I'm capping out around 15 this year. And what keeps me going is like two things. One, my personal why is my my family and private school is expensive. <laughs> and I want to have a way of contributing to my household and doing what I do, making money with doing what I love and also being there for my babies when they're sick and not having to worry about calling into a boss um, to say, I can't come to work today. Then I can just take a day off to be with them. And also wedding after wedding, what keeps me going are my couples. And seeing um, two people come together and celebrating their union. Um, I'm almost married for 13 years this year. And I can say that my own marriage is what also keeps me going on a wedding day because I want my couples to experience the fun, the love that is marriage, as cliche as that sounds, but also keeping in mind too, that there are hard days ahead, but you guys got this, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. 
I love it. I love it. I love that you brought up the fact of like moms. It, it is hard. And that's, you know, like just recently walking away from my nine to five last year, it was so rewarding to be able to be both the working woman that I've always knew I could be, and then also a mom. So I'm glad that other entrepreneurs or mom, mompreneurs, I think they call us, yeah. are like able to have that too. And it's, it's so, so welcoming and inviting to be able to do everything that you love without any limitations. Yeah. And then, you know, like with, you know, kind of like going on the segue too, is like, there are some limitations to being a mom in the industry, which is like a lots of other hurdles, but knowing that I'm a mom and an entrepreneur propels me even further. And, you know, again, you want to encourage other people to do what they love and, and then kind of like a marriage, there's going to be good days and bad days. So, so true. So true. I love like where you are in your business and how you've gotten here. How did, I don't don't actually know how you got started. How did you get started in your, your photography business? That's a really good question. Another great question, man. I think like everybody, not everybody, that's such like a generic statement, but Back in like 2012, I picked up a camera and I've always had a passion for photography. Photography and photographs have always fascinated me and just kind of building my skills from then. That was eight years ago. Wow. And from there, I started doing like brand work and I started loving doing branding for small businesses and eventually going on to have a lot of my work on Amazon. (laughs) So I was doing brand work uh, and like products would go on Amazon and I really wasn't being like fulfilled through there. And after swearing up and down, left and right, I decided to give weddings a try and I fell in love with those authentic moments as well. And also around that time too, I won't go to too much detail just for sensitivity of the situation, but my business was built from a place of hurt and in my personal life, nothing to do with my marriage or my children or anything like that. But this was my way of dealing with some hurt that had occurred. Um, And so, yeah, my business came from a place of hurt and has propelled me to where I am today. Just started second shooting for whoever and I could and getting to know weddings because when we look at our photos, we see beautiful images, but sometimes we also don't see, our clients don't see the chaos that goes on behind those photos. And what I wanted to do before I started photographing weddings on my own was to make sure that I knew weddings inside out and left and right before I had couples in front of me, because that's a huge responsibility and there's no do-overs. So I really honed in on my skills and started taking on clients. And since then, my business has really taken off. It really has. I love, it's kind of a theme I'm finding this year when I talk with people about how they got started is it's, it always came from something that was either broken or hard and something beautiful came out of it. And I honestly think that those are the businesses that do the best because it's so rooted in who you are. So I'm not thankful whatever you went through. I'm not familiar with that, but whatever you did go through, I'm not thankful for that, but I am thankful for what came of it. So yeah, me too. (laughs) So one of my favorite questions to ask people who see so many weddings, and I know you've seen so many weddings. I mean, oh yeah. (laughs) We've shared lots of stories. We've been to some together. Oh yeah. (laughs) And then we will talk about for years, I feel like, but like, what is your favorite part of the wedding day that you just love living over and over again? I have to pick a favorite. 
you don't have to pick just one (laughs) because like weddings are like organic creatures, man. That sounds like a really weird analogy, but it's like a tree. When I look at a tree, I look at all of its beauty as a collective. Like I love the leaves individually from the, the tree trunk, for example. But my favorite moments of the day are right before the bride puts on her dress and when she puts on her dress, because it's such a a symbolic meaning that she's just about to get into her, her dress and walk down the aisle. Also, my favorite moments are the first dance because that, and the ceremony is as lovely, don't get me wrong, but those first dance photos are just them. They've done the hard part. They've survived family photos, which can be somewhat (laughs) crazy in itself. And it's just them in their own little bubble. And also when they're walking down the aisle or up the aisle, I don't know, it's always funny. The bride walks down the aisle, they walk up anyways. But like after that, just married feeling too. It's just them in their own bubble. They don't have to put on a show because they just did the show and they're together. And that's what marriage is. Most authentic moments. Yeah, absolutely. Of the very first day of husband and wife. Yeah. (laughs) You guys got this. You guys do. You got it. (laughs) I love that. I love the dress analogy because I almost felt like a transition. Like she's suddenly now becoming the bride. It's like, even before that dress goes on, it's kind of like still in the planning phases. It's not actually there yet, but you're right. Once that dress goes on, I know you're on like, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it's on like Donkey Kong. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this season we're focusing on like questions to ask vendors. That is not their price tag. Cause we all know how like grueling it could feel if we put a price tag on. And I mean, we have to have prices that's understandable, but we're all so much more than a price tag. So. If you could help me educate couples that are looking to find more questions to be informed and not just go by prices, what is one question you would have someone ask you as a photographer or just in general, a photographer? Definitely. One question I feel that is not being asked enough, especially with my own consults, because uh, again, this has happened to me multiple times, especially in 2019. Do you carry backup gear? One of the questions that couples ask photographers is what happens in the event that you're so sick that you can't come to my wedding? Most of my packages, actually all my packages now come with a second shooter. So that second shooter would take over as lead photographer. I would edit and stuff. Backup gear is so imperative. That is the one thing I feel like couples are not asking. I had my camera die on me three times in 2019 at a wedding. Oh no. And thankfully none of the images were corrupted. They weren't really during key moments, but I was able to grab my backup camera and get to work right away. And had I not had that backup camera, I would have, and I didn't have a second photographer, you know what I mean? You've been dead in the water. Yeah. So, and of course I can't guarantee that my backup to my backup will fail or my backup camera will fail. I mean, it's technology. It fails as I yell at my phone and my computer like every day. I don't know about you. Like, why isn't this working? Internet, come forth. But I feel like that's one question that couples should be asking. And for photographers who are listening to this podcast that don't have a backup camera, don't beat yourself up. You always can rent backup gear. Um, It's something to think about on a wedding day because our gear is most likely to fail us or break on a wedding day than us being so sick we can't show up to a wedding. I, you know, I did contingency planning for 12 years and never once even thought to bring that into, to the all aspects of the wedding, not just like a rain plan. Like what is your photographer's rain plan? What is your cake rain plan? Like 
we all have to have rain plants. Yeah, it's so true. And I think that also comes from my nursing background too, you know, (laughs) like taking nursing examinations, there was no like right way to like cure or help your patient. There was always like multiple ways that involved some type of devastation. Talk about like, you know, so I'm always thinking ahead to those doomsday scenarios because as a working professional, that's my job to know what happens when things hit the fan mm-hmm. too. Again, my couples look at our portfolios and they see beautiful images. But again, like I can remember times where I've only had to take like two minutes to do bride and groom portraits for mm-hmm. that one image. I don't know where it's going with that. Kind of got off on like a, a segue okay. or tangent. Sorry guys, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it needed to be said. So it was a great segue. And not a tangent. Okay. Thanks, Ashley. Thank you for your grace. You're kind of a hot mess sometimes. We're all hot messes. You're among friends. (laughs) Let's see. Speaking of that, you've spoken so much from experience, just just Mm -hmm. so much in this podcast from what we've shared so far. You've also shared like from your experience in your marriage. One of the things that I love most about expressing to my couples and what kind of was like my personal reason to getting into wedding planning, there's a whole backstory to that, but like it's more than just the day you're getting married. So if you could give, I love to ask my vendors, mm-hmm. especially those that have been married for a long time. Yeah. If you could give an engaged couple one piece of advice, what would that be? Like just in general for like their marriage or for weddings? Whatever. Yeah. Just if it helps with their weddings or just. I think going into marriage, knowing that there's going to be both good days and hard days, and there's going to be good seasons and bad seasons, you are going to set yourself up for success. I think our culture right now speaks to a group of individuals. If I just get married, then I will feel complete. If I just find the love of my life, I will be complete. I think it's important to remember that as a marriage, you are complete, but as individuals, you need to complete yourself before you come to the marriage table. Mm -hmm. Man, that got really depressing. But what I'm trying to say is that embrace the good seasons and also embrace the bad seasons because your marriage gets stronger during the harder seasons than it does during the good seasons. That's so true. And they'll laugh at each other. My husband and I laugh at each other all the time. Mm-hmm. Laughter and embracing the good and the bad. I get that. That's a such an amazing thing to say to a couple. I get scared to say that to people like during consults. Like, I'm like, am I going to get like too deep, too fast with these people? (laughs) Well, I feel like it needs to be said. I feel like we live in a world where like Instagram and Facebook are constantly putting out these positive vibes. No one's showing the ugly. I mean, I don't want to get too into it, but like the first four years of my marriage was surrounded by death. Like, you know, yeah. And that was hard. I mean, it was a newlywed nine months into marriage and we're dealing with the death of a parent. Like, yeah. I was dealing with stuff that my parents hadn't even dealt with yet as a newlywed. And these are things that you don't know. So the seasons, yeah, they come and it's hard. Yeah. And I think, not to make it about me or anything, but like, it's kind of where it's going. I feel like we, we always like write letters to each other every year. And that first year we described as if like we said, I do when the world came crashing around us. Like we, yeah. in that mist of that fog and when the dust settled, it was the two of us holding on to each other. I think you spoke it perfectly when you said that it's in those moments that you grow in the hard times because it's it's easy in the, the in the fun times and those do come they're there. I mean we've been married yeah. almost eight years so there I can tell there's both good seasons and bad yeah. seasons. 
But I, I do think, and I, I love the fact that you mentioned the wholeness because I know that there's some people on here that aren't even married yet. I remember being that person that wasn't married yeah. yet. Like, oh yeah. I have to get married because like, that's what's going to make me complete. And like, yeah, I see it on Instagram, look at, like, I just want this fairy tale wedding and things like that. Like I, I want my Prince Charming, honey. Don't Prince Charming, honey, they you are exist. your Prince Charming. Get a sword and cut that tree down yourself. And then find yourself a man. But no yes. kidding. Find someone that you can laugh with and enjoy yeah. life with. So for you single ladies out there or single gentlemen that are listening to this podcast, yes. it's engaged, married, and singles. There's something for everybody. And I love that you brought this to this point. So it's it's a vendor one. It's not just one of my marriage advice ones that they can hear things in. So I feel like I keep hearing that. Is was it Will Smith that said like you complete me? Who started that? I oh, it was um, it was uh, what was it? Uh, oh man, Austin Powers. Was it, it was, Austin it Powers? Doctor Evil. Yeah, remember wow. with Minnie? You yeah. complete me. That's right. I feel like it started with that. Like all of a sudden, it's like now we have to have this other person to complete us. That's yeah. not like an Instagram culture too. It's it's beautiful. I, I, don't get me wrong. As a photographer, I love looking at all these beautiful images. But also, again, like. It's like family photos, right? I never post the family photos. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Sorry, guys, spilling my tea today. Probably we should probably start posting some family photos. But family photos—there's so much sweating and yelling and cooperation of children that don't want to cooperate. And not saying like our bride and groom portraits are nothing but a bickering photo session or whatever like that because it's not. It's lovely. It's so cute. I love the guy. <laughs> I love that part of the day too. But what I'm trying to say is that. I don't really know where I was going with this. You bring family together and it's stressful. It's stressful. And again, it's like we put, we put the beautiful photo of us all like laughing at each other and stuff like that. When really it's kind of like we're on our way to church. Some of the best arguments happen on the way to church every Sunday. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I got like, I love it. I need to lay off the coffee. Sorry, (laughs) y'all. I love it. That's the whole goal of this is that they get to know you the way that I get to know you. And I love you guys. I love all my vendors that come on here. So I love it. I love that you get to see them and understand the same way I do. So I love your advice to engage couples or single couples. And I hope that those listening found some value in what we were talking about. And maybe it hit home from someone or someone needed to hear that. Austin Powers. Yeah. We went back somewhere. We've never talked about ages, but I feel like we're probably the same age. So, Steph, I have truly, truly enjoyed having you on my podcast today. I feel like the people listening were enriched and like are more informed than what they were before listening to this podcast show. So I just want to thank you again for coming here and meeting me today, bright and early, to just to record this and share your information and share yourself with my listeners. Well, thanks for having me. Can I come back soon? Yes. Awesome. (laughs) High five. You complete me. (laughs) Right? Yes. Friend, I hope you found this episode helpful and informative. I would love to hear from you. Feel free to share any comments that you have on the blog associated with this podcast. If you would like to get notified of new releases, please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite listening platform or sign up for my VIP list located on my website and get lots of extra goodies sent right to your mailbox. For more information about today's episode, visit today's show notes. Talk soon, friend. Until then. This podcast is made possible by A Wedding Loft, a community that values business growth, educational resources, 
and empowerment for wedding and creative entrepreneurs. When looking for a venue to host your next workshop, consultation, creative studio, or simply need a quiet place to work, A Wedding Loft has you covered. Check out the show notes today to learn more.